you don't need everything to be perfect. Or even if you're, you've got lots of future potential, then you've got years to build on that ability and build to get better. Even if you're 30, that doesn't necessarily mean you're reaching your physical peak. That still means that you've got absolutely lots of time. As you keep playing more and more rugby, ideally, you're continually understanding the game better. Yes, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to the Rugby Muscle YouTube channel or podcast, however you are listening to this. It's lovely to have you here. I'm your host as always, TJ. Today I am revisiting a topic that we already spoke about last week, which is keeping, enjoying rugby and playing rugby as you age. Now, last week we spoke a lot about the physical side of things, like the, the ideas and, and grander concepts that you need to understand with training. But I think if you haven't already watched that, don't go and watch it now. I will link it below, but I think you should go watch it after because this is more of a mental model that I think a lot of you can do with applying. A lot of you that like might be exploring the idea of either coming back to rugby or playing for one more season and the feasibility. And I think these four questions, rather than mental models, will give you a much better idea of how you should go forward about doing this. And this isn't talking about like the specifics of the training. This is going to be asking you questions how you feel you should approach your comeback to rugby and how you should judge that and how you should therefore then dedicate your time to training or not. Not necessarily exactly going to be saying, oh, this means everything to you. You have to sacrifice to win. You have to suffer. Like this, that's not it. Okay. We're going to be asking questions that are much more reasonable that amateur players can really understand and, and really maybe we are digging a little bit deep, but you're going to get a lot of that. So the questions that we are going to ask. Now, number one, why are you playing rugby? Number two, where are your limits? Number three, what can you do? Kind of vague, right? But we're going to go into depth actually what that actually means. And what are your standards? And th these four questions have no context right now. So let's put some bloody context of number one. Why are you playing rugby? Like this question is going to be answered 100 different times by 100 different people. They are it's not just the fact that, you know, it's different things and different reasons at the heart of it, but there's also lots of different combinations. So you, as an aging rugby athlete, need to ask yourself the question, why are you playing rugby? And this aging doesn't necessarily mean that you're someone that's in your 40s or 50s. This could mean someone that's getting towards your late 20s or mid-20s, having taken it really seriously earlier on. Why are you playing? Number one, one of the main reasons that we should all be playing rugby, enjoyment. The game is bloody fun. It's it's one of the coolest things that you can do. It's a combination of, you know, literally kind of like going to war with a ball, with the objective of getting that ball to the other line, with 15 other players, including yourself. And like, there's not many other realms of life that you can pursue something like that, right? For a lot of us, think we're playing rugby for glory and then we take a step back and we realize no it's actually more of the enjoyment side of things you also want to ask yourself is it something like we see this a lot with athletes particularly at the amateur level where they play because it is a reason to keep yourself physically healthy right it is a reason like they or they might even just that might be the only exercise they do is the two to three rugby sessions or including the matches that they do a week that's the only activity they get in a week that's their version of fitness you're here on the rugby muscle youtube channel because we're looking for a little bit more but that's a lot of people because of that enjoyment factor they will be a you know they'll continue to play rugby 
because it keeps them active. And that's a fantastic reason to keep playing rugby if you can keep doing that. It's, it's a reason to, to keep going. Um, number four I've written here is the mental benefit. Not necessarily just playing on game day and how much fun that is or in the moment of you know, attack and defense or whatever. It's also the teammates that you get. It's the camaraderie that you get. It's the camaraderie also with the opposition. It's the all of those social benefits, and I think they're not exclusively necessarily to rugby, but they are a big benefit of rugby, and rugby really does lean on those, and you can use those to to get a good benefit out. There's like great communities that I had around rugby clubs, and it's one of the best places that you can find groups of friends. I've done it several times, wherever I've moved for rugby, wherever I go, I will find the local rugby club, and immediately you found a group of mates, and wherever you are, that will still be accessible to you, provided there's a rugby club near enough to you, right? So... Lots of reasons to keep playing rugby, and, and for this reason, even if your performance might be deteriorating, your physique might be deteriorating, if you go back and watch the physical video that we did last week, you understand how to hold that off and how, why that not isn't necessarily the case. But for, for the most part, like, yeah, other than glory, ideally, you want to keep playing as long as you can. Like, you see here, there's a picture of Mike Tyndall. He plays rugby still at, in early to mid-40s after winning the World Cup. 20 19 years ago he still plays community rugby because of the enjoyment he's had the glory he's won a bloody world cup he's reached the top yet he's still here playing so obviously it isn't just about glory it's a lot of other things that are going on and so i definitely do think that there are lots of reasons to keep playing rugby and you have to ask yourself which of those reasons are there to gauge your level of the next few questions that we're going to ask so number two where are your limits right so this isn't just about rugby. This can also be about, I've put work there. I should probably have put kids and family first because they're going to be more important. But those two things are incredibly important for people as you go. So you're you're going to have limits to what you could commit to as far as rugby is concerned, are primarily around those two things. Also, your social life. Maybe you'll have golf weekends. Maybe you'll have you know lots of more weekends, uh, family and friends and other times away like we're not going to take that away from you or, or rugby shouldn't have to take that away from you you should integrate rugby into those things right but where you're prepared to extend that is another question right how much time do you need to dedicate to your family before you're unnecessarily saying oh this you know i can't commit because of my family when you can still have an hour to go and play rugby or an hour to go to dedicate to the gym and that, that would be fine this isn't me saying that's definitely the case for you. This is me asking you, where are your limits? So where are your limits for how far you want to you know, build your work and build your career and how you can fit rugby around that? Where are your limits for your social life? Is like pulling back on your social life too much for you? Is that going to be too much so that maybe you don't have time to commit to extra training sessions because you've got to go for beers or, or whatever it is, you know, social commitments that you have outside um, of work? after work maybe that's the case where are your limits for your injuries as far as your commitments like you know this can go both ways as far as playing rugby because yes if you're playing rugby you're always going to be subjecting yourself to a chance of being injured but the better prepared you are the less that chance happens but then you sacrifice more and more time to do that a big common problem that I see with guys as they age is actually they back off more and more and more from physical activity, which just suddenly makes them weaker, or not, maybe not suddenly, but gradually makes them weaker and weaker and weaker over time. And therefore, 
they're more actually more likely to be injured because they're less prepared. Whereas if you're always active, you're going to be more robust. I mentioned in the last video about movement is medicine. It's that sort of thing, right? So understanding your limits as far as what you're prepared to take for that, like th that can be something that you have to understand before you can figure out where you, your commitments lie for um, the gym and, and for rugby. Then when you're looking at your limits for your rugby ability, if you like, this is quite hard to wrap your head around, but if you understand your limits, you can absolutely either find a new reason to play or find a new challenge or understand that your commitment doesn't necessarily have to be all in because it's okay because you're just playing for enjoyment. You don't need everything to be perfect. Or even if you're, you've got lots of future potential, then you've got years to build on that ability and build to get better. Even if you're 30, that doesn't necessarily mean you're reaching your physical peak. That still means that you've got absolutely lots of time. As you keep playing more and more rugby, ideally, you're continually understanding the game better. Your, your rugby is constantly evolving. So you'll be evolving your thinking. So you'll be evolving your understanding and your adapting and your ability to solve the problems that the rugby pitch presents to you and therefore become a better player. So as long as you can actually just sustain your physical performance, you're actually going to be a better rugby player. The question is, where are your limits as, as far as rugby ability is concerned? Like, how are you going to approach your commitments because of those limits? Same thing for your future potential. If like you no longer have ambitions to play for the first team, does that mean that you just completely want to stop playing? These are questions that you have to ask for yourself. Same thing for your time and how much longer you've got as far as wanting to play. Like, What do you want to dedicate? This isn't like long-term life. This is your time on a weekly or a monthly basis. What are your limits as far as what you can commit? Because once you've answered these questions... Now you can figure out the, the next question as to what you can do, right? Once you've figured out your limits as far as your abilities, your goals, why you're playing rugby, you've figured out like your physical limits, your, your actual scheduling limits. Now you know, like you've got all your commitments together. You can figure out a plan of, okay, I can commit two sessions a week outside of the gym. My abilities skill-wise are great, but I'm lacking my fitness. Okay, so now I can figure out I want to get fitter. This is what I'm going to do. So you essentially just figure out like the minimum amount that you can do. Don't heap extra expectation for no reason. Don't heap extra pressure on yourself for no reason. Don't set a schedule that you know you're probably never going to keep. Make it really easy. Make it so that you've got a 99% chance of succeeding with these commitments and go in and do it and, and get success and get success after one week and build on that success after one week for two weeks, for three weeks, for, for a month. Then you've had a month of success. Okay, now how can we keep moving forward of our goals? How can we keep executing? If you fall short, don't just give up. Don't say, okay, ah, oh, shit, I'm too old. That's it. I've got to give up. Like, Or I've got, I'm too busy or I'm too injured or whatever it is. No, reassess where you're coming short and keep moving forward. And if moving forward means staying in the same place, then that can still keep you playing rugby for the enjoyment. You're still going to be enjoying rugby. You don't necessarily always have to keep moving forward, as I said already. Physically, just by playing rugby week on week on week, you're being presented with more and more stuff. You're going to be learning. You're going to be adapting. You're going to be improving your performance, especially if you're someone that is watching this video. So then that leaves us with the last question is, what are your standards? How far can you slip away in these different areas before you think, okay, I need to address that. Okay, I need to address that. Okay, I need to address that. This comes when you fall short. Maybe you've pushed yourself too much with rugby and now your wife, she's not really mad at you, but she would like you to be at home Tuesday evenings. 
You've got to ask yourself the question, where are your standards? You've got to ask yourself, am I the person that is going to know my standards are I'm always showing up to rugby on a Tuesday night. You're going to be a disappointed wife or I'm going to make it up to you in another way. Or you're going to say, no, I'm, I'm a good husband. I need to fix this. I'm going to like not commit to rugby for the next following few Tuesdays and we're going to figure this out. Whatever it is, right? That's just a complete scenario that I've plucked out of my arsehole. That is not necessarily how it's going to work, but you get the point. These are the sorts of questions that you're going to be asking yourself. So what are your standards as far as you, your career, your kids, your family, your, uh, your social commitments, as we already said? What are your standards as far as injuries? Because once again, if you just commit to nothing, there's still a good chance that your injuries are going to go away, particularly if you look at the last point here as far as health and physique are concerned. Like if you commit to nothing, your health is going to deteriorate. And if you're someone that wants to play rugby because that's something that keeps you, and it's like the little carrot that's dangling at the end of the gym session because you want to keep improving at rugby because that's fun. And you know also going to the gym is something healthy and something that you should be continually doing for life. Then like you want to make sure that you don't let your standards drop in that area. Same thing for your rugby ability. If your rugby ability is starting to drop, maybe you commit to a vets team or maybe you say, okay, this is it with, with full-time rugby. Now I'm just going to commit to the odd vets tournament or the maybe I'm just going to play touch rugby with older people, which is great. It is great fun. I coach a guy who's uh, just started playing only touch rugby and, it, and it's fun. It's still everything dynamic without the car crash every single weekend. So Yes, this was a little bit of a ramble because these are questions that I cannot answer. These are more philosophical approaches and, and questions and mental models that you need to wrap your heads around. So if this has made things any clearer for you, I'd love to know in the comments below. Please let me know. If you are someone that has a good idea of this and you think, okay, I get this. I, I, I think I, I know where I'm at. I want to commit to this, but I don't know where to start physically. Number one, you can go and be a freeloader and watch all the videos that are here on the Rugby Muscle YouTube channel. Definitely make sure you subscribe because that makes that process a lot easier. You can check out the physical performance pyramid. We've done a whole playlist on that stuff. We've done lots of different playlists on how to program your strength and condition, or you can go straight to the source, which is Team Rugby Muscle, um, all team programming delivered directly to you on a monthly basis, or you can hire me as your coach. Links to those will all be in the description below. Once again, we've reached the end of this video. I'm not really sure how to finish this. If you've made it to the end, please give it a thumbs up. Comment below any thoughts uh, that you have for why you play rugby, for what keeps you going as you age, what are your goals in the long term, or anything else. Comments for the algorithm are always appreciated. Thumbs up, subscribe if you're new, and once again, check out those links for all the ways that you can work with Rugby Muscle in the description below, and I'll see you in the next one. All right. Hey there, it's TJ once again. Thank you for listening to that episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm just here one more time. I know you thought you were rid of me, but uh, i got something pretty cool that I want to send your way. I've tried to condense all the most important things that you need to make progress, the training, the mindset, the nutrition, everything you hear in these podcasts and more presented in a free two-week program called Rugby Muscle Kickoff. Through Kickoff, you'll have access to two weeks of emails delivered directly to your inbox, two weeks of videos, education, and interaction, and access to tools, strategies, tactics, previously reserved only for paying clients. To join, simply click the link, the link in the description of this podcast, the one that says Kickoff, or if you want to go old school and type it out, then crack on, access it at rugby-muscle.com forward slash kickoff, all one word. Cheers for listening to the podcast. See you guys next time.